1: It was a thrill last night to speak with Professor Danny Morrison's sports management class at the University of South Carolina. We had a one-hour Zoom discussion, great questions from the students, some of whom are consistent listeners to the Buzzcast. I appreciate your support. It was great to be with you. And this is your morning, Buzzcast. It is Friday. January 29th. Good morning. I'm Abe Madcor. Good to be with all of you. Hope everybody's ready for the weekend, the weekend before Super Bowl 55. Let's start with news out of the soccer world. We talked yesterday on the Buzzcast about MLS's deadline to reach a collective bargaining agreement. Well, that deadline passed at midnight, and MLS did not make any announcement about either extending the negotiating period for a new collective bargaining agreement or locking out its players. The two sides, the league and the union, met yesterday, and the union put forward a counter-proposal to the league's latest offer. The union's proposal had a two-year extension of the collective bargaining agreement and reduced the age of free agency eligibility by a year and also offered other changes to free agency. Not surprising, they want players to have free agency sooner and perhaps more unrestricted. MLS has agreed to deadlines in the past, so let's keep an eye on over the next 24, 48 hours if there's an extension to continue talks on a new collective bargaining agreement because certainly MLS does not want to institute any lockout. Let's shift to news around the NFL because the AP today looks at the state of the league and notes that revenue could be down by at least a $100 million for each of the league's 32 teams with league losses estimated to be between 3 to $4 billion. But I found this quote very interesting. New York Giants owner John Mara, who doesn't speak very, very frequently and always has a very sound approach to his remarks, said the losses are manageable. He said it was a huge financial hit for the year. But it will not impact the Giants' ability to be active in free agency or to do what they need to do to improve the team. He said it's hopefully a one-year thing, and hopefully they'll be able to have fans return to the stadium's next season. So again, Mara sounding quite optimistic. And if you're a fan, that's what you want to hear, that it's not going to have any effect on a team's ability to compete. But here's another element to be watching in all of this. Keep your eye on where the league ends up with the salary cap. Remember, the salary cap will be no lower than $175 million per team. That's been agreed upon. But many believe that the salary cap could be much higher. 190, 195, almost $200 million. And if the salary cap is that high, that's a very good sign for the teams, meaning more teams will be very active in free agency with a higher cap. So the salary cap is one thing to keep an eye on, still to be determined as the season concludes. Let's shift to some news around the Super Bowl, because our Ben Fisher reported yesterday That for Super Bowl 55, the first seven rows of seats at Raymond James Stadium will be covered by LED message boards. Now, remember, during the regular season, we saw the NFL have regular tarps there. But the league believes these LED message boards are a big opportunity to provide make goods for existing sponsors who have lost value during the coronavirus pandemic. The league values the LED board inventory at between $1.5 to $2 million, and it's looking to secure about six brands with exposure time varying between 8 to 12 minutes. That's a lot, although a lot of that is still negotiable. Now, like in the regular season, there is no firm guarantee of on-camera time for these LED message boards. And in fact, a CBS executive told SBJ last night, that there are no immediate plans to show the LED message boards, but that they could be part of the broadcast. So why is this important? Well, we've talked on the Buzzcast time and again about Make Goods Sponsorship Inventory, Four sponsors who have lost value during the coronavirus pandemic. Here's the NFL creating some more dynamic messaging boards that they can take to the marketplace to their existing sponsors and provide that make good inventory. So keep your eye on that during Super Bowl 55. Let's end Super Bowl news with news about Radio Row. If you've been to a Super Bowl, Radio Row is just a wild place of interviews, of action, of superstars, of talent, of athletes. It's a lot of fun. It's packed all the time. Well, not this year, but there will be about 35 stations or podcasts expected at Radio Row at the Tampa Convention Center. Now, how does that compare to previous years? It's down about two thirds. So, about a third of the usual crowd will be there on Radio Row during Super Bowl week. I know I'll miss Radio Row. Like I said, it's always a just fun area of tremendous storytelling, tremendous networking, and a really who's who in the sports, media, and entertainment world. Let's shift to some other news before we end the Buzzcast. The Heat last night welcomed about 1,500 fans back into American Airlines Arena for the first time all season. I know they were extremely excited to open their doors to just any amount of fans About three hours before tip-off, fans started lining up outside. That shows the interest of fans to attend the game. This was only for season ticket holders. They were the only ones allowed in attendance for the first time this season. No reports on how the COVID-detecting dogs did at American Airlines Arena last night, but good for the Heat to welcome 1,500 fans back into their arena. Shifting to the Olympic world, not a surprise, but Comcast CEO Brian Roberts doesn't speak very often, but he spoke yesterday on an earnings call, and he said that he believes the Summer Olympics will take place as planned in Tokyo this summer. He certainly hopes so, as Comcast and NBC have a big, big investment in the Olympics. But his comments were quite subtle. He said, sitting here today, I believe there will be an Olympics. I hope there will be an Olympics. I think that's our best intelligence at this time. He also indicated that he believed the Olympic Games could be held with limited spectators or no spectators at all. But certainly Comcast CEO Brian Roberts eagerly hoping for the Summer Olympics in July in Tokyo. And I want to end with a good friend and someone we all should have a lot of respect for and appreciation of, and that is retiring ACC Commissioner John Swafford. Today is his final day. He held his final video conference with the league's athletic directors yesterday. He's going to be a guest today on ACC Network's Packer and Durham, and I'm sure that appearance will have a lot more insight and a lot of fun stories. You know, John Swafford ends his 24 year run at the ACC today. And to me, Swafford's values and style mirrored that of the ACC. Swafford is classy, he's dignified, he's respectful, he's polite, incredibly smart, and at times deliberate. With John Swafford, there was no forced charisma, he was always true to his own self. What I always appreciated about John Swafford was his willingness to listen. John Swafford never had to be the loudest voice in the room or make a dramatic impact, but he was quick with his wit, he was quick with a smile, and you could always trust him to do the right thing the right way. You know, I've been in this business a long time, and I can learn a lot about people when you see how others respond to them, in green rooms or offstage at conferences or just in private settings. And when I saw the respect, the deference, and the admiration that people continually showed John Swafford, it proved to me that he was a trusted leader with the right intentions. You know, a man of his word, certainly the right leader for the right time for the ACC. John Swafford, a true class act. I wish him all the best. Today, again, is his final day as commissioner of the ACC after a very, very successful 24-year run. At that conference. So, congratulations, to John Swafford. So, that is your morning buzzcast for Friday, January 29th. Again, I'm Abe Madcore. Hope everybody has a great weekend. Stay healthy, stay safe, be good to each other, and I will speak to you on Monday.
0: Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros.